Welcome to the Kingdom Life Podcast. I'm Pastor Rasi. May God bless you and draw you closer and reveal His heavenly realities while you listen to this message. Thank you for joining us again today on the Kingdom Life Podcast. And so today's podcast is in Afrikaans. In English, it's not in Afrikaans. It's in English. And my guest today is Gabriel and he is the, what do we call you at FNF? It's the leader or the senior director? I'm the base leader, probably much. <laughs> yes, ba- yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the base leader. Some people call me the donkey. Whatever. Right, uh, I'm happy. Whatever I need to be, I'll become that. <laughs> Gabe is uh, he's the leader of FNF South Africa, pioneering the whole ministry of fire and fragrance in South Africa. And uh, we're lucky enough <clears> to have them and the team based in Poch of Struum. But we know also they will branch out. But... In the, in the future to other cities probably so uh gabe's also somebody i know for a long time so Yo. you've been in the church actually since, since i was 10 years old 10 years old that's what 23 years Yo. 23 years and it's been uh, a while it's a while and we also we we were supporting and are supporting gabe and his wife uh, in this very important season and also just gabe welcome uh, we are busy with a podcast, uh, not this podcast only, but three podcasts in a row, speaking on the power of fasting. And um, the reason I asked Gabe today is not just because he's a good friend or they are doing amazing stuff in the town and also in the country. It's also really to hear the testimonies and dig deeper into what this spiritual discipline, I call it, of fasting really is. So Gabe, um, as we jump into this, just quickly... Uh, I assume there's a couple of times that you have fasted already. So uh, how did you go about fasting? Or when did you decide to start fasting and for what? Yeah, so maybe, Rasi, so fun to be with you. Such a joy. Um, I think that for me, fasting, well, when I just got saved, it was I read the New Testament and it talks about fasting all the time. So I didn't, I feel like it was one plus one equals two for me. It's like I read it and then I tried it. <laughs> that's kind of how it started for me um, it wasn't it wasn't way more than that but then i i will never forget this i think about a week before i went to like a holy spirit camp i felt the whole the holy spirit just prompt me hey you need to fast for five days now you need to understand i was still a professional rugby player then yeah. so not to eat food for five days is like a cardinal yeah. sin you know, yeah yeah yeah, that, yeah right so i was like okay but i didn't know better i was safe too young to know that you shouldn't do that so i didn't do it and then um i actually had a probably the most life-transforming encounter of my entire life. Oh, wow. And um, got baptized in the Holy Spirit. And I would say everything we started, that we've been part of now, kind of came from that. That was the first time where I saw God really do something with fasting. And then from there on, I think that me and all of my friends, we made it like legitimately like a commitment to each other. So we will fast one day a week, every single week. Uh-huh. So we did it for about five years. Five years straight. Five years straight. And we said, this is our reason why we said, we want to have self-discipline so that when we come to the place when God requires discipline, we have had the habitual yes to things that we're entitled to. Oh, wow. Right? Mm. We, we've taught ourselves how to say no to things God gave us as gifts, which is food. Mm. And so then when he asks us how to do difficult things, it won't be the first time we've said no to what we're entitled to. Oh, wow. Well, and that's why it's a discipline. That's or, why it's a discipline, yeah. right? And that's why it's self-discipline to some extent because I'm disciplining myself so that life doesn't necessarily have to do it in that way. And so in the, after that time, um, I lived in America for a while and I really felt the Lord challenged me to do an extended fast and um, did it and it was profound. Like I, I, I felt the Lord speak to me, hey, I want you to do an extended fast. And I had a dream that night about um, St. Patrick 
and it was about um, him being an evangelist, changing the nation where he was from. I was living in America, and I felt God said, I want you to do this extended fast praying for South Africa. Mm. And so I woke up from the dream, and the Monday that I started the fast, till the amount of days God gave me, um, the fast ended without me knowing on St. Patrick's Day, yeah. which was then, by the way, was my birthday as well. And so I did the fast. It was phenomenal. It was one of the hardest things I've ever done. It was repentance for all those days. I just felt like the Lord revealed the bitterness of my heart and just tons <laughs> of stuff. But it was interesting. Um, usually when we did like gatherings, worship events or stuff like that, like we would do altar calls and 10, mm. 12 people would respond to altar calls. And I'll never forget this, like after this extended fast, the first time my minister was actually at this church. It's the first time I did a service at, um, at Christpent. And I remember I felt the Lord say, hey, do you like the five finger gospel, which is like elementary gospel, like yeah. God created everything, man fell short. It wasn't a preach, it was literally just, here's Sharing the five the gospel, things, yeah. the gospel. And I remember the Lord told me, you need to do an altar call and I will move. And I think, if I'm not wrong, 240 people responded to the gospel. And I remember, like, I was shocked. Like, whole blocks of people came up. And since then, we saw, we've seen thousands of people come to Jesus. But I realized, like, what the Lord was showing me is, like, Gabe, it was not because you didn't twist my arm. This was a portion I always had for you, right? But you were too full of other things. You were too full of yourself. Yeah. You had to spend an extended amount of time emptying yourself of my gifts, the good things I give. Yeah. that became ultimate things yeah. so that I can actually give to you what I have. So it's not works. Yeah. It was not me like striving or manipulating God. It was more me positioning myself in such a way that what he already had for me since he made me, yeah. that I can access that. So, so let's talk about that quickly. So when we discipline ourselves by fasting yes. <clears throat> and we do say it's not works, but it does work. Yes, 100% <laughs> works. <laughs> Uh, we had the, the same thing I think on the show we had a conversation with someone else where I shared we did a, a couple of days water fast way back when and I was doing it with a family member that was really suffering from eating disorders Wow! And uh, but we weren't praying <clears throat> for that we were actually praying for families and for friends and stuff that we really felt God asked us to press into and pray for and after the seven days um, that person was delivered and completely wow. free Wow. Never ever, it's now been 20, 21 years wow. later, never ever uh, had uh, eating and eating disorder. And I can confirm this because it's yeah. a family member. Wow. And um, so I know them intimately. Yes. So, so fasting is powerful. Yes. Amen. But what would you say? So now we, we're leaving food or whatever drink or whatever we decide, you know, uh, Daniel fast or just on water. And that does something to us. Why? Why would you say, do we have to sacrifice something which is good, food is good, in order to get closer to God? How does that math work? Yeah. So I would say, like, probably there's two sides of it. I would say the one side is, it's almost like spiritual warfare. And I'm saying that I will never idolize God's gift over him. So God's gift is food, it's yeah. drink, it's pleasurable things. Yeah. And I'm making a statement through my action yeah. that, God, I want you more than anything. Yes. And that's why fasting and prayer always go together. Yes. Right? Fasting without prayer is just starvation. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right? It's like, it's not, it's not biblical fasting. So that's the one side. The one side of it is like, almost like spiritual warfare. So I'm mm -hmm. saying, hey, any idea, anything that would exalt itself above knowledge of God, I'm cutting it out. Not because those things are bad, but because I believe God is so much better. Yeah. I would say the second reason why is is 
our greatest temptation, I love this, this is a John Piper quote, he says, our greatest temptation is not porn, right, um, but it's apple pie, right? And he, and he talks about, like, we are, if, we, if we are not hungry for the things of God, it is not that we are so satisfied in Him, but it's that we have nibbled so long at the table of the world that we have stuffed ourselves with a little and there's no more space for the great. Oh, that's so good. And so, like, these two things are kind of like how I would see it. I would say on the one side is spiritual warfare, on the other side I would say it's, me saying I am so hungry for the great yeah. I will cut anything out of my life even the good so that I can consistently be reminded so that's why hunger is good yeah so when I feel hungry it's not that I'm going like oh I just need to push through that's legalism when I feel hungry I need to go like, I just need to turn to Jesus to draw closer to draw closer yeah. so I hope I get hungry and fasting yeah because my hunger actually reminds me to pray instead of just hey. striking and hunger exactly and there's logic to it as well because if you do the same in principle with your marriage, you spend time with your wife yes. and you focus only on her, then the relationship oh, will be healthy. grows and is healthy. Yes. So, so there's a lot. It's, it's spiritual because we're going to get to that part now. Yeah. But it's logic, logical as yeah. well. It's very rational. Very. It just makes sense. So much. And it's healthy now. It's very but that's healthy. not why we do it. So yeah. if that's what you do, it's legalism. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or issues. Or just fitness. <laughs> or just, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, I quickly want to jump to just the following. And uh, so, we are speaking about the power of fasting, and you've shared a little bit of what happened personally in your life, and me too. But interesting enough, there's scriptures also um, hinging on this matter that fasting is actually required if we need more let's say an increase in anointing, yeah. increase in power, yeah. increase in authority, or there's certain breakthroughs in your own life or other people's lives, especially in ministry that's needed. Yes. Then the Bible speaks about fasting. So uh, I want to remind just in Luke 9, uh, I'm not going to read the whole section here, but in Luke 9 what happened was the disciples, uh, a father brought a boy to the disciples and they couldn't cast out a demon that was torturing this boy. And then they brought um, this boy to Jesus and he immediately cast out the demon. And so in the conversation afterwards, and I really, I wish I was there. <laughs> I also wish I was there. I would have been fascinated. I want to, you know, because I'm sure not everything is written in here that no. what was said I want that the follow-up conversation after that. Exactly. I want all the questions. <laughs> so, but in, in Luke 9 verse 26, it says, After crying out and convulsing him terribly, it, it came out. And the boy was like a corpse, so most of them said, he is dead. That's how when Jesus cast out the demon. Verse 27, But Jesus took him by the hand, lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast it out? And he said to them something very interesting. This kind cannot be driven out by anything but fasting and prayer. Wow. So now, we have record in the Gospels that there were times that the disciples successfully cast demons out. Yeah. But now Jesus comes with this particular case and he says, this kind, meaning, you know, rationally, or we think through this, probably just in essence means that there's, there's different kinds of what, matters, situations, and then spirits, demons, yeah. that requires different kinds of devotion, yeah. power, authority, breakthrough. And so sometimes I think, Gabe, without a spiritual spiritual disciplines in general, but especially yeah. today, fasting and prayer, 
it might be that there's certain breakthroughs in our lives, like yes. in this case, that is not coming through because th- those kinds requires something else. Yes. It requires more. <clears throat> yes. And so everything is in Jesus. There's nothing more or else but yeah, Him. But Him. But we are not there yet. No. We are growing to be more like Him. Which means that if you are saved, you're baptized, filled with the Spirit, you probably, that's amazing, but there's probably more. Yes. We see that throughout the Bible. So <clears throat> help me here. So this kinds, there's different yeah. kinds of demon spirits, but also different kinds of situations that yeah. might require something else. Yeah. Talk about, talk to us about fasting and prayer and why this. Yes, it's a requirement yeah. in our way. Yeah, so Russ, this is a great question. It's, it's a fascinating verse. Also, if you read a little earlier, Jesus calls them a perverse generation for not being able to cast out the demon. Mm. <laughs> right? So like that's, that's, we're not even going into that today, but whoever's listening, you need to understand that the requirement that Jesus had of his disciples it seems that he put on them a requirement to go like, hey, like the, I, I'm expecting this of you. And then he... And they yeah, come you should to, be ready in those You should be ready. It's like, and then, but then they come to him and they ask him, which is, just shows the kindness of God. Is he rebukes them and then they come at God like, how? And he's like, well, you need to understand that there is a kind, there's a category that only... You only get freedom from this category through a life of fasting and prayer. Now, you said something awesome when you asked the question. You said... A type of devotion and I would say that like that's kind of that's for me the most accurate way to kind of talk about this is there's a level of devotion yeah. that is needed right if we remember the apple pie quote yeah. right, there's a level of devotion I need to not have to apple pie but have towards Jesus for this category of demon to be lifted or yeah. to, to to be cast out and and to recognize your authority to recognize your authority right because because again if apple pie is a level of authority over me, <laughs> right? Demons aren't afraid of my gluttony, yeah. right? But they do fear the authority under which I submit. We think about the centurion yeah. that said, hey, you don't have to come to my house. I know how it works. If you say go, go, yeah. like you have authority, Jesus. Whoever you send, it happens, right? And so then in the same way, when we fast, we are drawing close in prayer because that's why it says fasting and prayer. Prayer is communion, it's relationship. So we're drawing close in prayer. And because I'm drawing close in prayer, what happens is that like my authority that overshadows me now becomes my relationship with Jesus. And all of a sudden there is a level of oppression that isn't safe around me because it's not safe around Jesus. So it's not that like I'm becoming more powerful, it's that the power of God who is all powerful so becomes good. more revealed through me. And so again, it is a devotion question. And that's why whenever I teach about the power of God or the Holy Spirit, I will always tell people, like, you'll know how intimate you are with Jesus with how quickly demons leave. Yeah. And if they don't listen to you, you need to ask yourself a few questions around this topic. Exactly. <clears throat> What's so profound about this, uh, if you think how, how can we be recognized in the spirit realm? Yeah. You know? Um, this is exactly what this means. Yes. means uh, we all know we're in a war, yes. uh, a spiritual war. And so evidently these guys, you know, Jesus called them to be in a, in a lifestyle of spiritual disciplines, in this yes. case fasting, that will br- make you recognizable in the spirit. Meaning, yes. meaning when the demon spirits look at you, they can see the authority of God in your life. Yeah. And that cannot be cheap ever. No. And therefore we have to sacrifice <clears throat> something. 
to yeah. to to get closer to God. So, so good, uh, Gabe. Very interesting for me is um, I'm thinking about all the examples that we have in our, in, in ministry, especially, yeah. but also in our lives. Do you, you know, because the focus here is on God, is on of course, you know, always. prayer probably <laughs> is the most important word in this whole yes. verse yes. because we have that's how we draw close yes. to God. So drawing close to God. You mentioned something earlier. I want to ask you about it. Uh, in that that fast that you did, you said there was many things that you had to repent yeah. of. Yeah. So quickly, let's just end off this by, yeah. if we draw close to God, that's evidently something that will happen. Yeah, and I would say if you tell me that you're fasting consistently and repentance isn't a hobby that you have, then yeah. I do not think you're doing it right. Yeah. Because repentance, we do not repent to get the kingdom. We repent because of the kingdom. Yeah. So the king and his glory is revealed and he's kind to me and I want to turn away from sin. Yeah. And so in abstaining from food, what happens is my heart is open and more receptive. Thus, I am more aware of him and his goodness to me. And that, so I want to repent. I want to turn away yeah. from my things towards him, not to, add, not to gain his goodness, yeah. but because of his goodness. Yeah. And so I would usually tell people, if people tell me, man, I'm fasting all this time, I ask them, how, how's your repentance looking? They're going to like, well, this hasn't really happened. My first question, honestly, I see, is are you actually praying? Mm. Are you communing in the presence of the Lord? Yeah. Because whenever we do that consistently, He reveals our hearts to us, not because He is like an angry taskmaster, but He is zealous for our love. Yes. And His goodness makes me turn. That's so good. And I, I would say that that's why a lot of times when people tell me they're too busy to fast, I would sometimes even tell them, hey, like, I hear you. That's a hunger strike. Yeah. It does not work. Yeah. And it's religious. Yes. You need to make time for prayer. But that time for prayer can be like, I do that all the time. I'm, I'm pretty busy. I would fast. And every now and then I would pretend in a meeting I'm going to the bathroom. And I'll go to the bathroom and pray in the spirit for a little bit. Yeah. Come out, Lord, I'm aware of you. Help my mind to come on you and go out back to my meetings. Yeah. Right. But it's a heart posture. It goes like, I want you above all else. God, please remove anything that obstructs me. In you. Yeah, and hungry to be hungry works so well. Oh, so well. Hunger is a gift. <laughs> every Hunger time you, is a gift. Every time you're reminded of, I'm hungry, then it's time. It's prayer time. Yeah, I want to. I think I want to close just with. Well, I was praying a couple of years ago. Uh, we were on holiday, and I was praying specifically about this thing, not just fasting and prayer. Asking the Lord, you know, Lord, show me in my life. Um, but I'm in euphoria. I'm sitting and looking at the mountain on the one side, the other side is the ocean, so I'm yeah, peaceful, I can spend some time <laughs> in prayer. And I saw this in a vision, I saw the following, I saw a guy in the dark room trying to find his way. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, how did this guy find his way into the light? And I said, he either need to switch on the light or move, or walk out of the room into a, another room where the, the light is. And I heard the Lord say the following, so if that's true, why then do you believe in trying to better yourself that you will wow. come, that you will come into my presence, <clears throat> and be in the wow. light? And so what I took from it in terms of repentance, yeah. leaving the dark, you can't better yourself. You can't work on sin. No. We have to draw close to God. Yes, that's part of repentance. Yes. is recognizing where the light is. Yes, and moving towards the light. Yes, so that we can leave our, leave the darkness behind. Yes, and so I want to agree with you yes. in my fasts. All of them that was throughout the fast. That's a thing where you just recognize where in my life have I missed it in a couple of totally. months or days. 
Maybe to just add to that thought on running to God in the dark. It's the, the verse in Hebrews that says, the word of the Lord is like a double-edged sword. Mm. Right? And it goes like, it sees all things. The word which speaks of Jesus. Yeah. The word which is Christ sees all things. Every thought and intention of the heart of man. Mm. Right? We usually stop that quote there. But then it goes like, and thanks be to God that we have a great high priest yeah. who has been tempted in every way. And then it says, so then run to the throne of grace yeah. to obtain mercy and grace not in perfection, in your time Times of, of need. need. Yeah. But it's in the context of the word seeing all of your brokenness. Yeah. And I think like whenever we realize and we get that revelation you had on that mountain, whenever we fast and our hearts are exposed, God goes like, yes, run to me now. Yeah. Run to me, sure, yeah. come. Leave not, that behind. <laughs> leave that behind, just run to me. I see it already, just run to me. Yeah. And so it's such a perfect trust. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, it's I such hope, an honor. I hope this meant something for you, for the listeners on the show um you're welcome if you need any more information on gabe and fire and fragrance please visit their website gabe uh to gain more information and uh that will help you just to see what they are doing in town gabe thank you so much Thanks, uh, join us for the next episode thank you for listening to kingdom life may god use this message to draw you closer to him join us for the next episode